Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. And welcome to another edition of the Utah Puck Report. I'm your host, Jay Stevens. Uh, special guests today, we have Evan Stofflet, just back into the United States from playing in Scotland. And we also have Phil Snyder. Phil, we're going to kind of get into your story. Evan, you're, uh, you're a guest, but you're also going to kind of be the co-host today. Just hang out on the back burner, yeah. my man. All right? We'll see how that goes. So, uh, Phil, on the intro music there, what do you think of that percussion? I don't know. The percussion was... First rate on that <laughs> intro music, all right? <laughs> For those that don't know, Phil Snyder is now the drummer of the band American Hitman. Uh, he just got finished opening for Journey, and uh, we're going to get into that a little bit more. Evan, you just returned from Scotland. Yes. And then you went on quite a, quite a journey. I saw pictures from Cairo. And yeah, nice little vacation. like... Looking for the Holy Grail and whatnot. And <laughs> that was Jordan. That was when I was in Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that looked like quite a trip. You sure uh, you make this uh, minor league hockey look like a, a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, smoke and mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> the Facebook magic. Yeah, yep, always. <laughs> That's what it's designed for. Yeah. All right, so Phil, um, you've got quite a story, and uh, I, some people know some of it, and, and I think I've been – well, you and I have been best friends since college, and I just don't think I know your whole story. So I want to start kind of getting into uh, where you're from. Where, did, where, did, where are you from? I grew up in Salt Lake, well, bouncing around the valley, you know, like East Mill Creek, Sandy, stuff like that, um, until, until high school. And then I went off to – I got shipped off to Shattuck St. Mary's in Faribault, <laughs> Minnesota. Now, I want, to, I want to add the caveat that I wasn't – a a discipline problem or anything like that. I was sent there because it's a good school, and my dad went there. He got sent there because he was a discipline problem. <laughs> I got sent there because it was a good school. I don't. I don't know that I believe that you weren't a discipline problem. Uh, no, I, I actually so wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you long enough to know there's got to be some discipline issues in there. <laughs> I think those developed later on. So, and and you went to Shattuck for four years, five years, three years, three years, and. Uh, were you a hockey player before you went to Shattuck? I was not. I grew up playing soccer like since I was four years old. So I went to went to Shattuck and and uh, played soccer. And then there's like, wait a minute, they got a rink here and all this ice time. I should probably try this out. Yeah, so, got the size for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you end up at Weber State? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a good story. <laughs> all right, so, all right uh, senior year at Shattuck, where you know you're. Kids are applying to Yale and Harvard and whatnot. <laughs> I looked at the the Weber State admissions brochure and it said ninety nine percent acceptance rate. And I was like, 
And they had criminal justice. U, the U of U didn't have criminal justice. Weber State did. So and then I saw the 99% acceptance rate, and I was like, that's my school. So <laughs> yeah. I applied and was accepted before Christmas break of my senior year. So I put her on cruise control that, that spring term of my senior year. Okay, so at what point at Shattuck did you get the little plugger award? <laughs> oh, what year was that? So you got to bring that. Oh, oh, this is good too. All right, the pluggers prize was for, uh, in the opinion of the faculty, the student who tried the hardest but didn't make the honor roll. So it's essentially the dummy award. It means I tried hard and still didn't make the honor roll. But his name's on the wall. Yeah, yeah my name's on the wall. If you go to Shattuck right now, it's a, his name's still on the wall in uh, is that Shumway Hall? Yeah, I think it was 1995 then. So the year I graduated, I think that's the year I got it. Yeah, perfect. Well, at least they remember you there. Yeah. <laughs> I went there for uh, three months, four months, and I, they don't, there's no memory of me anywhere. <laughs> so you end up at Weber State, you end up playing hockey there, that's where we met, um, and uh, the first thing we kind of bonded over was Shattuck when I found out you came there. At the time, nobody knew what Shattuck was. It wasn't a hockey prodigy school, it was a prep school. It was that, getting there, and that's when Craig Norwich was, had taken over and was building things. So guys like Matt Green had played there, and yep. Bo Garrett was there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously. Levi. Levi Clegg was there with me, yeah. And, um, uh, you know, as it's developed further i mean there's another rink there now i think there's seven or eight teams it's just incredible now it's a yeah, in fact they have so they have the old rink they have the new rink which they've called the jp Parisi arena, arena right right and now they have the three-on-three rink i didn't even know that okay. yeah yeah so they they keep growing it gets bigger and bigger yeah yeah uh you, then you had some hockey after shattuck you played four years or at uh weber you played, played four, four years, years at weber. what's funny about weber is that, like i said i started playing hockey at shattuck where if that's a good place to start playing but um played there for three years decided to go to weber state and i was i thought i was gonna play soccer at weber state i was like because i was still a soccer player all through high school i was like eh. but when i was walking around on campus i never saw anything for for uh soccer tryouts or anything but there was one for uh, a flyer for hockey tryouts and i was like this will work i'll try this out Might as well <laughs> yeah and this is before, you know, 95 or it was before widespread internet. There's internet, but not like it is today. So you got to, like, look for stuff. It wasn't stuffed down your throat like it is now. But So I saw the hockey the hockey flyer, and I was like, okay, well, yeah. let's, let's go do that. See, I knew how to market even back then. Yeah. <laughs> Were you responsible for that? Yeah. Probably, yeah. I got a question about Shattuck. <clears throat> so I know a lot of guys that went there, and they said it's haunted. Did you ever run into any ghosts there? Yeah, uh, there, there's, a, like, a tunnel between the the. the <laughs> the boys dorm in the the main building and there's like weird stuff painted on the walls but and yeah there was always oh it's haunted blah 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 i never saw anything i never saw anything i saw plenty of weird things at shattuck but nothing that was like supernatural (laughs) yeah phil's the wrong person to ask about supernatural stuff he doesn't buy into any of it all right so what happens after weber state because you went to europe you went uh you played some roller hockey. Oh, all right, there's oh yeah the all right major league roller hockey was a fun one. Is playing for the Washington D.C. Power. Uh, I still have my jersey from that. Oh, I've got a few jerseys. <laughs> that, 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 like I've said before, it's been long enough where it's okay if people know I stole them because it was so long ago. <laughs> the uh, statute of limitations yeah, on jerseys. Yeah. Some RHI training camps. We did the El Paso thing on oh, your man. your anniversary, which is oh, a good yeah. time. Yeah. Good time, yeah. <laughs> My wife brings that up often. Yeah. God, I was going to recently, but I was like, I'm going to leave it alone this year. I'm going to give you the year off and not bring up El Paso on your 24th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So, 
And then, uh, yeah, after four years at, at Weber and almost getting a degree, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got the chance to go to Nijmegen, Holland, and play for the Tigers there for a season. And that was a, that was a, a nice experience. They had a really cool rink there. It was uh, called Triavium, where there's the, the rink and then the stands kind of like um, – trying to trying to picture a rink around here that would would equate to it but um picture you know a rink with the stands all around it seats probably four thousand and then above the stands was a big speed skating oval on the you know above the stands so they had an elevator that took the zamboni from the main level up to the the speed skating oval so they could make the ice up there it's like Oh, I've never seen anything like that in the states, and yeah, that's crazy. This is a cool, cool deal. Because I mean, I, yeah, speed or speed skating is super big in in Holland, and for I don't know why, but um, <laughs> it is. So I mean, there's a lot of a lot of speed skating stuff there too. So all right, cool. So and Evan, where were you this season? I was in Kirkcaldy, Scotland. It's um, close to Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know how to say it, all right? None of these clowns are, we're going to Edinburgh. <laughs> it's not oh, yeah. Edinburgh, it's Edinburgh. You swallow that G, man. Right? It's the, the one part of the accent I can kind of, <laughs> I can get behind up there. <laughs> all right. Um, I, I always worry what you're going to say when you start saying stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when my eyes light up, you're like, all right, here we go. So <laughs> we've got Josh back there. He's got his he's got his finger on the edit button, so he's ready he's for He's got sweat over Quick draw. too. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... And then Evan, you're uh, you're working on your master's degree. Yes. And this is all driven through hockey. I mean, this is this is what's cool is the stories we're about to tell, and we we have a limited show today thanks to traffic, but the stories we're about to tell are all hockey based. I mean, you guys wouldn't be pursuing these things had you not had certain connections through hockey or whatever. But the the team you were just with has a setup where you can get your master's degree. And, and what are you pursuing your master's in? International Human Resource Management. All right. I don't know what that does. Does it manage a hotel or something? Or? People. People? You just Con- control, control people. people? Yeah. I, I, can, I can get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> like mind control or something? Is that what you're teaching? That's the dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be a master Game of Thrones player. Yeah. All right. Perfect. And so now all you have left for that is the dissertation? Yep. So three months will probably have to be about 50 pages, give or take. So I got a lot of reading. So you'll start do. start on that in about two and a half months, right? If it's due in three, <laughs> hopefully not. But uh, <laughs> we'll not see. The yeah, plan, yeah. But, but things happen. You know. Start strong, maybe peter <laughs> off in the middle, and then crush it at the end. <laughs> so, and then Phil, tell us a little bit about. Well, let's start with like you you showed me the drum room at Shattuck, which was a pretty cool experience where you would always go and just throw on headphones and. I don't even know if that's there anymore. I, I see uh, Steve Erickson, Rooster Erickson's posts about all the changes, all the construction there, and it's. I think it's been like five years since I've been up there, and like ten years since we went up for Trilage, ten or fifteen since we went up for Trilage, and yeah. it was constantly building and changing stuff. And so, I mean, I don't think they're tearing down any of the old old buildings, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. They're, so they're adding a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. so you you're always a drummer. Which is weird because I didn't know that about you the whole time we were at Weaver. And then uh, you end up in a band called Rune, and then Rune leads to American Hitman. Right. And then tell us about being, for those that don't know, the American Hitman were basically a band made of Marines, except for you. Everybody but me. <laughs> I was on the couch division, <laughs> couch platoon. And so now you're the drummer of this band in Marines, and they use that story to be on America's Got Talent. Right. Season eight of America's Got Talent. It was 
I had no idea what was going on. I just showed up and played when they told me to. I didn't get to really say anything because <laughs> I obviously <laughs> wasn't a veteran. But uh, yeah, it was a you know a real great experience. That that and it's funny because I don't. I'll be honest. I don't watch the show, but I'll see people post stuff like like so, you know this so and so was amazing on America's Got Talent. Blah blah blah. I was like. I barely even watched us on there, let alone anyone else. So, <laughs> <laughs> I posted about it all the time. But so did I. When you were on there. I was but campaigning real hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How far did you guys make it? Well, we made it through three rounds, which was cool. We did the, where was the first one? It was in Chicago. Um, and then a thing in Vegas. And then the live shows in, in New York City. And that was one of the coolest things was the, having the experience to play at Radio City Music Hall, which is a world-famous venue in, in yeah. downtown New York where, you know, just – not a lot of people get a chance to play there, so it's it was really remarkable, and it, you know that kind of shot us out of a canyon. You know, a lot of exposure. So even even here, you know, several years later, it's led to stuff where, like, yeah, we you, like you brought up, we got to open for Journey last December. We played at the halftime of the Oakland Raiders game, and. <clears throat> In front of like fifty thousand people, and, and that was with a brand. So you switched lead singers, right? And it's his- like his second show, I think. We're like, <laughs> wow. hey, you want to play in front of fifty thousand people <laughs> this month, and then next month, in front of twenty thousand people, in front of Journey, and I'm like, yeah, all right, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> and he did he, no problems. Yeah, he did great. He's yeah, he's injected a lot of new energy and t- energy mainly because he's young. So I like oh, that good. youthful energy that I don't have anymore, <laughs> and <clears throat> maybe never did. It could be argued, but. <laughs> but it's good to have a guy like that, yeah. All right, so, but what else? So you guys have basically been on tour ever since that show. What year was Ameri- That was 2013. So, yeah, then we started hitting it in the in the Midwest a lot and East Coast and stuff. But then we were lucky enough to get on the, the Armed Forces Entertainment Circuit. So that's put us through, like, Europe and, and you know, places like Jordan and Egypt. We've done five or six of those and then uh we'll be we'll be playing on july 3rd at yokota air force base in japan then we're doing our own commercial tour and by commercial i mean just our own thing it's not affiliated with the armed forces or anything it's just we book the shows we go do everything and but did you, i was gonna when you, you played in scotland did you ever go to bannerman's no club in, in edinburgh we've we're, we've played there a few times we'll be there in in october so and uh, I've I've built a couple of extra days into that trip to to just drive through the highlands. Yeah, because it's it's looks incredible. So, See yeah, the, so the cows been... with the hair over their eyes and is it right? the, the, the emo cows? cows is that evil. what they got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that. Right? Look for the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Do those cows taste better? What's the... <laughs> I don't know. They just look cool. <laughs> 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 they've got they've got a great sense of style. Good man. style. Yeah, nice. There's nothing like style in your dinner. <laughs> Um, all right, so this is pretty amazing, though. So, and you guys have both, like, through hockey and through the band, have been in a lot of the same places. And then I just get to live vicariously you and watch you guys on Facebook. We actually almost crossed paths when I was in Romania. Oh, that's right. You, you were, th- like, four hours away. I remember asking you yeah. about that. We were out in – I don't even know. I've, it's funny. We go to some of these places, and I'll, like – pull up a screenshot of where we're at on the map and i'm like wow yeah just like it's wild. we played some island off of portugal the azores or something like that and it was just it's like the coast of portugal and then like halfway back towards the united states this island out in the middle of nowhere and we got to play at air force base there and i looked at it on the google map and i was like wow we're way out there <laughs> same with this like forward operating bases in egypt i was like we're man this is a trip <laughs> it's uh. a, you get to see some amazing stuff, and, and both of you have it. It's just, 
it's crazy to see the stuff. And you guys don't post that often. You're not exactly Facebook fanatics. Mm-hmm. But it's it's crazy when you guys are on these trips and playing in these weird places. And Evan, like you said, last year was Romania. And you went to look for Dracula's Castle and yep. stuff like that. And, and table service for 20 bucks, right? Whatever <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, like, it was, it was ridiculous. Live like a king. They almost yeah. pay you. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And it, and it was crazy because I knew you guys were both at the same place and I was trying to coordinate with you guys and say, hey, you guys are both in the same – but I didn't know that – We did four. We did look into it. Yeah, it was like four hours away from where we were. So. Yeah. That's crazy. It didn't work out, but still funny. Yeah. That's awesome. So, Evan, do you know what's uh, what's up for you next season with hockey? We talked a little bit yesterday. Uh, not sure. Just kind of my main focus right now, as mentioned before, is the dissertation, obviously. And yeah. then uh, – just kind of wait and see what my agent can come up I with. I can see Evan getting into good. coaching. Coach, <laughs> Coach Stoffler. Because, <laughs> I mean, look, Craig Berube and Steve Ott are coaching the St. Louis Blues. In the yeah. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. It's like this, those two knuckleheads, is like, I, I couldn't see them running a high school team, let alone an NHL team in the yeah. Stanley Cup Finals. But I guess they got the hockey smart. So, I mean, like, right. That's exactly yeah, we'll what I see. Steve, I, I'm not going to say anything negative about Steve because he's mean. It might get back to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really like that guy. He's super He's nice fantastic but great player must, super nice guy <laughs> must be really hockey smart because he didn't take he didn't strike me as that other smart but yeah who knows i mean a lot can come up in a short period of time are so. you going to try to play or you, yeah yeah see yeah. what's available and who's your agent again uh dave amonte oh yeah dave amonte. friend of the show friend of the show <laughs> <laughs> he texted me the other day He's in california and said somebody came up to him and recognized him from the show just like oh you were on the Utah Puck Report is t- talking about Build that. Build the brand a bit. Yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> well, I'll make him famous. Perfect. Who did I say that to yesterday? I said that to one of you yesterday. Come on the show, I'll make you famous. Was yeah, it you? That was me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think it was that I didn't, well, I wasn't that impressed, no. <laughs> <laughs> Already famous. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I, uh, we were talking about it. I'm like, well, let's see. You're in America's Got Talent. They've got millions and millions of viewers. But, you know, I've got... Like almost a thousand, probably. Yeah, dozens of people. Dozens of people. Dozens, yeah, of, people. Yeah, yeah. dozens of dollars. Are Hundreds be of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Evan, we're, well, we're hoping for you. Like, we're really hoping that things go well for you and, and that you get your dissertation done this off season. Pull, so, another, pull another season out. So, do you want to play somewhere besides where you were last year? Or? Yeah, I'd like to branch out from the UK. I was there. Uh, this the past year and then half of the year before things didn't work out in Romania, so I ended up right. In, well, you right been, outside you played London. in China, didn't you? Also in Denmark, and yep. it's weird because at that level, it's like you may or may not get paid. The gear may or not be there. Yeah, kind yeah. Of deal. Asia was actually awesome. Well, that well, they was were, they probably were the most ready to rock, huh? professional. <laughs> I mean, paychecks would come in early. That's unheard of. Uh-huh. It was oh. basically carte blanche. Get as much of whatever you want, whatever and, you wanted or needed. Huh? Yeah, it? so that was good, but. Yeah, some of the other places I've been, it's been uh-huh. I st- I'm, I'm still owed a paycheck from one of the teams in Denmark, and uh-huh. that was I don't know seven years ago. So I don't think I'll be seeing yeah, that. Yeah, it was soon. similar in, in Holland, where it's the, the clubs struggle with money every year, and they're constantly trying to find sponsors and whatnot. So I mean, it's just it's a battle every yeah. year for the teams to even exist. A yeah. lot of times, you know, it's not like we're here. You know, the Grizzlies are going to be there next year unless they move or whatever. You know, but they're uh, you know, it's yeah, they're there. It's obviously soccer is the main sport, so that's where all the money and and main attention goes to so but but you know these teams in the hockey sea nations is you know they, they, it's uh it's it's a battle every year they, they struggle sometimes so so yeah sometimes the, the players get the short end yeah well that's how it was with us in roller hockey too oh my gosh yeah we'd play for teams and like i got stranded uh, the one year like you were in dc and i ended up in phoenix and then 
as as the Phoenix team, we ended up going to L.A. for our training camp. And while at training camp, we just stopped getting paid. Uh-huh. So you had two teams. You had the L.A. Blades yeah, and the Phoenix Cobras, which I was a part of. And we were all in the same hotel. We're all training at the same arena, and we all stopped getting paid at the same time, except for they had just acquired Rob Lari, uh-huh. the superstar goalie from the Anaheim Bullfrogs, and he was the only one still getting paid. Uh-huh. Out of 40 guys, one guy was still getting paid, and he ended up going back to the Bullfrogs, and he's like the only guy anybody knows. But um, I got stranded in L.A. I had to find my own way back to Utah. Uh-huh. My car, still in Phoenix, my... <laughs> My Volkswagen boss still in Phoenix, and I had to find a way to go back, get my boss, and come back to Utah. Hit, hitting up Cherno for a loan, yeah. a short-term loan. Yeah. <laughs> the weird thing is the disparity. There'll be teams that are just struggling, and then there's teams that have, in the same league, there's no like governing body, essentially, that kind of keeps things all on the up and up. So you'll have, I mean, obviously those teams usually win because right. they have the most money, everything works out, everything's run professionally, and then you have a team that's, I mean extremely extremely bad at literally everything so right. is there so, no, so is, how was your team though uh this past year they were they were all right middle they, of the road they did yeah they i mean things could be better but things could have been, been a lot, lot worse, worse. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. so in those teams is there there's no salary cap or anything like no. that so player they can it's not like they're paying guys under the table they're just paying guys whatever they want yeah, sky's the limit limit on the imports uh limit on the imports. so the uk is i believe 14 which oh, that's is, a lot. That's, a lot. Wow, yeah. and that's like it could be your whole team, basically. Yeah, and that's kind of a problem with some of the fans there because a lot of the local guys don't get as much playing first, time. Right. And, and so, like, the development <clears throat> falls. You look at the U.K. team that played at the World Championships, they're mostly all North Americans uh-huh. that have a U.K. passport. They're married so. in or whatever, yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of the thing. Like, it's one of the things that I do not like about the Western States League, the WSHL here. Is uh, and I, I like the league and I like the teams that we have here. But the teams that we have here, the Ogden Mustangs, which is like I would say four fifths of it is imports from Sweden and yeah, they have a lot of. Czechs. I went to a couple games last year and there's a lot. It seemed to have yeah. a lot of Europeans. I think their goalie was maybe even Russian or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that. And the, and it's the same <clears throat> with the Outliers now. They're mm-hmm. the majority. There's like one or two Utah kids on each team. Like Matt Green's kid played for the Outliers. I remember. Yeah, I saw yeah. Him yeah. In the game, so. He came in and yeah, it was it was cool. And we we you know we highlight those kids and, and point it out. And this year I think but Ogden had more. That team Utah dominated players. though. The uh, Ogden team was really really good this year. Yeah. Is there a limit in that league? As I don't, to how many? I don't think there is. I'll have to look into it, but I don't think there is since most of the uh, most of the the entire team of Ogden has has been imports. Hmm. So I don't know. I'll have to look into that. I want to have those coaches up here and talk to them about the league. So is that a function of their coaches or owners or because I you I remember I, you, I asked you about the, who owns Ogden and you said it's these people out of Fresno or something with the oil money or yeah. whatever. So. Yeah, and they're you know what they're they're great owners, right? Right. That's a, yeah. They're yeah, they well funded. They got a nice boss and everything. Yeah, they really care about the organization and they really care about the team. And then goes a long way. Jake Lemay goes out and brings in like you know he wants to win. He wants to build a solid, a solid team, and he doesn't get that. You know he gets one or two, three Utah players. You know like our best best players are gone. Right. Right. And then our other players are trying to go somewhere, and then you get the players in the middle. Mm-hmm. Right and uh, and then everything else seems to be European, so yeah. it's just it's that weird mix because you'd love to see an Ogden team of all Ogden players and a Salt Lake team of all Salt Lake players. Didn't, didn't you see that one year with the yeah, Ogden Blades? Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Point well taken, yeah, Phil. Yeah. Hey, we won like two games. It looked like it was zero and forty. Did you play for them? I yeah. 
<laughs> but so I was I was in town. That was when I was living somewhere else, and I came in town. So you were an import, huh? Yeah, you, were, Brent, you were supposed to help. Commuter. Right? <laughs> uh, I was there long enough to get a bag. Uh and, and pick up four losses. Over Who the was it? It's like I think Todd Nate always had the Ogden Blades. Nope, bag. Nope. Todd Nate, <laughs> Brandon like, Manick. Yeah. I had a bag, but yeah, all through Weaver, those were the bags. There we were used. some fun stories that we heard about the Ogden Blades, but yeah, they almost yeah, all the, revolve around Brandon Manick yeah. beating somebody up. <laughs> Could see that. Like, I've had enough of this game. Let me go tune someone up and yeah. get kicked out. <laughs> it was a good game, and then once. Well, and I, like I said, I think I only played four games. I was only home for like Christmas or something like that. And uh, we played four games. And Brandon's, Brandon was in it, and he was competitive right up until we gave up three or four goals, and then he just looked for the first guy to light up. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> I've tried like five or six times to get Brandon on this show, and he just keeps saying, nope, nope, not coming on. He's like, I know you're just going to make fun of me. I'm not coming on. <laughs> so that, that kind of sucks. All right, so Evan, you're in town for the rest of summer. Yep. And uh, off and on, I'll be. I'm gonna help coach a team that's going to a tournament in uh, July, and then I'm maybe going to a wedding in France. So I'll be kind of back and forth. Coaching and, what team? I believe it's Utah Altitude. I think it's called. It's thing that Dave's set up. Oh, going cool. back to the Chowder Cup. Where's oh. the Where's the tournament? Chowder Cup, right outside Boston. Oh, okay. Boston. I, I figured that out when you said Chowder Cup. Yeah. Chowder. Chowder. <laughs> Chowder head. <laughs> so I played in that tournament when I was seventeen, I believe. And okay. It's. I mean, it's great exposure. Um, NHL college. I mean, obviously, with so many colleges so close out there, they're going to yeah. go there and yeah. kind of get a head start on the season. And what see age group is this that you're coaching? Under eighteen. Oh wow! Very cool. Yeah. Get some uh, get teenagers some... running amok is what yeah. it sounds like to me. Payback like, oh, time. Man, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. no kidding. How were you on those trips? How were you at the Chowder Cup? Were you in bed at uh, bed call and then gone or just gone? Um, I was, you know, here and there. <laughs> Depending on what opportunities presented themselves, I'd be. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, that's cool. I want to hear more about that. Maybe we'll have to have you and Dave up and, and tell us about that because that sounds awesome and New experience for me. I've never is, really done is the team, like that. Have you, they already done tryouts and stuff? Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, how they is, put the team together? Is it? I'm not really sure. I just, Dave <laughs> kind of right, asked coach, me if I wanded to help like out. really uh, <laughs> in tune with what's going on. You said, Bad like, internet in Scotland, you know what, so it's, it's tough like, to connect. It's, it's, oh. it's a lot of like the band stuff with me. It's like, I don't know, man. I just show up and play, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, I just send you a calendar invite. Yeah, it's like, dude, I don't know. Yeah. This is what you do for a living. You're going to show up when they tell you to. And other than that, you know. Let them worry about it, right, Phil? Transfer right. knowledge. Yeah. Transfer all my knowledge. That's, that's, authority's <laughs> been delegated. That's, those are the details I don't have to worry about, all right? Yep. So that's your plan for the rest of summer. You're going to be here. We'll have you on the show several times. We'll have you up and, and keep telling your story and see what's going on. We'll follow you during the summer. Phil, what's your summer? Um, We've got some – oh, I was telling our – Josh? Josh. About uh, we got a lot of – we got some local and regional stuff coming up this month, like the All-American Throwdown – in in Josh's hometown of Elko, Nevada, what is that? June 50, is, I don't know. It's, oh, it's Mud Drags. Mud Drags in a rock concert. So. Oh, okay. I was hoping for uh, mud wrestling or something. Oh man, I would be all over that. <laughs> <laughs> incredible. But, um, competing or spectating? Competing. Nice. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 but, um, so yeah, some stuff for Flaming Gorge. Something something other days in Flaming Gorge, and then, like I said, we really get rolling in. Uh, July, we go to Japan, come back, head out to the Midwest for a few. Oh, we go through like Kentucky and Nashville and Wisconsin and stuff. Then 
probably do a bunch of shows at Sturgis in August, which is fun to go to Sturgis and make money and not spend money because oh, it gets expensive in a hurry. And then um, back through the Midwest in September, and then like I said, like October, the whole month of October, we'll be going through Holland, Belgium, Scotland, Wales, England, Austria. Just got a confirmed date in Italy. We've got three or four shows in Italy, Germany, Austria, and then uh, yeah, I've, I like building and touristy kind of stuff in in those trips too because it's not like we get to go to Europe every day. So we're gonna swing through a little bit of Hungary, Croatia. Are you guys Slovenia. playing new stuff? Do you have a new album? Oh, yeah, out? yeah, we're gonna. Oh yeah, we, yeah, we just recorded. A, I'll have to send you the video. We just recorded a new song, and I'm actually gonna submit it to the Grizzlies because I've, I've talked about it for years with Jared about oh we need to do a song for the Grizzlies, you know, warm up music, blah blah blah, and never gotten anything to them. Now I have the a perfect song for it. So it's um, we made a little promo video for it. I'll, I'll send it to you to you check it out, and then once it's all mixed and mastered, I'm gonna get it to Jared. Jared Youngman with the Grizzlies and see about them, um, you know, using it uh, during the upcoming season because that'd be a trip to, you know, go to the watch the Grizz warm up and there's your there's your music. Okay, well you can't badmouth their parking if you. Uh, I know I gotta <laughs> be careful about stuff like that. <laughs> Get perfect parking then. Yeah. Pull up right to the door if you're you, the music. You guy. know what? If I got a if I got a parking pass, complimentary. <laughs> I have nothing I'd, but good things to say about that. That's a, that's a fair exchange, yeah. then, right? <laughs> All right, so your stuff's available on iTunes. We might as well plug it while you're on right now. Uh, that's one of those falls into the details that I don't really know. Yeah, it's uh, iTunes. We've got a Facebook page, so go like that. And uh, <laughs> uh, uh, YouTube, we put stuff on YouTube. That's a thing nowadays, right? Yeah, <laughs> YouTube, I think. Yeah, yeah. iTunes. Uh, I think Spotify or whatever. I don't use any of this stuff, honestly. So, you know, I sit, you I sit it. down and, so, and hit bro, things with sticks, man. Are so. you guys available on cassette tape? Or is that how you we listen talk, to your We talk vinyl, but it's prohibitively expensive, I guess. So, <laughs> but, yeah, all right, new songs. We've recorded one. It's killer. Uh, probably in the next couple of weeks we'll go in and record, like, seven or eight brand-new songs and our cover version of Green Jelly's Three Little Pigs. It's always oh, been man. a hit. You, do you know that one? Do you oh, yeah. the I had that single cassette. We play that. And yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, inc- it's the only Get song Rambo we do. Rambo in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, <laughs> it's the only song we do that I know all the words to. So. <laughs> that's a great music yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, that's very cool. And uh, you guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. It's exciting to see the stuff you guys are doing. I mean, we've all been friends for as long as I can remember. Evan, since you were a kid. We brought you in. Over 20 years, man. Tried to raise you since you were a pup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put him in all the best schools and you just yeah. hope for the best, you know. Yeah. Get me kicked out of casinos. <laughs> oh, yeah. One of us got one of us kicked out of a casino. I do remember that. I had to fast talk our way out of that. That's too bad we're on KSL. We could tell all those stories. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, uh, it's been fun. I hope everybody else has enjoyed it. Uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff like this coming up this summer. So if you haven't subscribed yet, text the word puck. See, Phil, this is how you promote yourself. You say things like, text the word puck to 57500. <laughs> Take notes. Yeah. do it right now. <laughs> He's trying to do it right now. All you got to do is go to 57500, text the word puck, and then it subscribes you. That's and if a you... new font I'm struggling with. <laughs> <laughs> five, seven, Get the keyboard 500. out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, puck. I think I've done this at some point. <laughs> and that subscribes you. If you can't do that, go to kslsports.com, look up podcasts, You'll have to filter through all the Scott Mitchell ones and then find the Utah Puck Report. We're right there. And uh, really, that's it. Evan Stoffelt, Phil Snyder, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah, had a good time. Fun. Josh, I don't think you had to uh, bleep anything. Maybe next time. I'm a radio veteran, man. All right. All right. I am not. There no. could be one for me coming at some point. <laughs> all right. We'll turn off the mic. All right. Until next time, that was the Utah Puck Report.